This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the podcast that asks if dildos are being affected by the trade war. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me, I have my gorgeous co-host, the side babe, Yvette Dontremont. Yvette, how you doing, honey? I'm very sad about my impending higher cost of dildos, thanks to the fact that most of them have to be made in China, right? Is this a thing that's happening? Are the cost of rubber, steel, and all the other things that go into this magical piece of equipment? I'm holding up my Hitachi right now, much <laughs> to our guest's consternation. Are you personally being affected in your quest to get off by the trade wars? Email us, info at twogirlswomike.com. So, yeah. If you're in China and you work at a factory, are you personally being affected by the number of orders coming into your factory regarding dildos, electronic products, and or anything that's stimulating and or vagina or cocks or both or all the generals? Email us, info at twogirls1mike.com. Yeah, email us. You know what? We shouldn't turn the show into a show about economics because we're going to get so many angry emails. No. <laughs> like, no. They've Instead, we have a very interesting character from both the comedy and the porn universe. And I am so fucking thrilled that his work exists. Alice, how should we... He transcends porn and comedy. Would you say that? He does. Uh, so his name is Ryan Creamer. Real name. Yeah. Best both porn name and real name. I have so many questions about that. But if you haven't heard of Ryan before, he creates wholesome porn for Pornhub, such as I disinfect the casting couch. I do the dishes without being asked. I deliver you pizza and don't put my wiener in it. And he's a writer for College Humor. So Ryan, welcome to our show. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I'm psyched to be here. And I will say I stockpiled all my dildos and butt plugs, so I will sell them at a discounted rate so they avoid trade wars if anyone's interested. Are they used? Oh, great question. I'll pay extra for that. Okay, great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're all used. If they come with panties, even better. Yours specifically. Perfect. Okay, I'll have my used butt plugs, dildos, panties for sale in the link of this app, I think. Yeah, we'll link to it. Why not? Show notes. Yeah, link it. We're not going to use them. We're going to mount them on the wall as a trophy. (laughs) One day, I feel like there's going to be a market for Alice's and my panties. Oh, sure. You know, there might be that out there. Like... But there seems to be less of a market of that for men's underwear. And I feel that is discriminatory. I think so, too. I need to open the market up a little bit. Ryan, you are a pioneer. Hey, I appreciate that. Just to let you know, if you haven't looked, you should go and watch his porn, his Mm -hmm. wholesome porn. He is a very attractive gentleman. Oh, thank you. Am I seeing this wrong or are are you a ginger? Am I seeing it? I am. And he is, like I said, very handsome fellow. We don't say that about gingers ever. (laughs) Is this our first ginger guest? Oh, it is an MFF. Oh, oh, look at this. Oh, yeah. We do hey. like our MFFs. Oh, mama. Mama mia. It's very funny because tags on Pornhub, and I think porn in general, redhead is like the least populated category. Aww. Like, there is none to be found. People don't want to see it. Really? I lived in England, and I love the gingers, so maybe that's just me. But then again, maybe it's because I feel like gingers fall into one of two categories. Sure. Really attractive or, uh... Yeah. No, you're right. So it's, but Ryan has a delightful smile. And oh, besides, you. his video of washing the dishes without being asked, I have never come so hard in my life. Oh, oh. I don't know. I personally loved, I tuck you in after you have come. Oh, so It's a good sweet. man. Or the fact that he, you encourage people to continue looking for the right porn video. Do you understand how picky I am? I oh, will yeah. go through like 12 different pages on Pornhub and still 
be disappointed. It happens. It's okay, baby. I'll wait until you find the thing that's right for you because your orgasm is important to me. <laughs> well, here's my question in, in yes. terms of searching for stuff. Because what I do is I'll go through and I don't really have a plan of attack. It's just like whatever is presented to me, I'm like, these are my options. That makes your dick. But do you guys look for like generally like here's the genre is there a process or is it the same where it's like i open it and then i'm scrolling i open i scroll i normally go three pages in to see if there's anything that's interesting to me you guys my listeners are finding out about my porn habits fantastic (laughs) they're gonna get mine next so then i start going into different types of terms that i'm interested in Mm -hmm. um i like high quality stuff i like romantic stuff because I normally on the romantic ones you could see people who are really into each other and I Mm -hmm. want both parties just going at it and wanting to rip each other's clothes off. Right. I've just seen lackluster sex. I also have a handful of other search terms that you have to become a Patreon to find out. (laughs) Yeah. Play the market. I love it. And I joke about tentacle porn on the show. It's not my thing. I have never deliberately searched into... Alice is like, yeah, I believe you on that (laughs) event. Mm -hmm. Uh But no, same thing. Search through the first three pages. Nothing interesting that I'm like, all right, DP anal. Let's see what they've got. Sure. Sure, sure. You have to go straight for the stuff that's going to really rocket you off. Like, of course. I mean, that's the point. whole point. I get it. And I'm married. You know, married people watch porn together. So sometimes sure. it's like whoever suggests the genre of porn first gets to conquer porn mountain. That's how that that's works fun. when one is watching it together. So, Ryan, how did you come up with this idea of wholesome porn? I love it. I, I'm not sure I like set out to like, okay, this is a thing I'm going to do. I was on Pornhub. I was watching porn. <laughs> and after... No, you know, I'm shocked. Yeah. What? We can't have this man on our show. Yeah, sorry. I gotta, I'm gonna log off real quick. Goodbye. No, but at the bottom, there's like a work with us tab. There's like a model program for Pornhub. And I was like, it's very funny for me specifically to join this program. This is not the target demo. I imagine they're not looking for the ginger man with his clothes on all the time. And that's the kind of videos that I thought would be funny to make. So I did that first one the I tuck you in after you come and then the second one was I encourage you to help find the video that you want and those were the first two that I did and that was essentially the tracks at their end I was like okay that was fun like those are the ideas that I had but those two kind of got big and like got shared around a bunch so I was like oh this is a format I can keep doing and just kept going from there yeah and you disinfected the casting couch I did. That was not the actual casting catch, was it? It's not, but it looks like it, doesn't it? Does. It? Pretty much any black vinyl yeah. <laughs> uh, love seat style couch will do it. Right. I'm sure people have had sex on that couch, so oh, it's close enough. Yeah. yeah, that was a couch at work, and yeah, it's like that. Oh, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watch College Humor. I'm subs- I've am i clicked the subscribe button. I, it's, yep. I subs- I'm a good College Humor <laughs> watcher. I'm just saying, y'all are attractive folks over there. That's so- <laughs> Visualizing that is not an, a bad visual. Sure. Oh, people are fucking at work? Oh, that's never happened. Yeah, we get the conference room, we rent it out, and we all have sex with each other, and then we go home. We don't really do anything other than that. The videos are just kind of, while you're banging, we should do a video about (laughs) this. Yeah, it helps stimulate the brainstorming. It's just to fuck each other. I think it's stimulating something else. But, you know, brain too. If your dick is that big, maybe it'll get all the way up there. (laughs) I still am hung up so much on your name because, I mean, after this episode, I feel like women are going to, or maybe just me, be saying... I don't know. I feel like your tagline is going to end up being on porn like, 
and you've been creamed oh, or yeah. you want some of the creamsicle and then you oh, just yeah. act, give an actual creamsicle. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there can be ice cream man porn now. Oh, yes. There's so much porn you can cover and do. You haven't done plumbers. You haven't cleared a woman's pipes out yet and actually cleared her pipes out. Yes. Yes. It's a job that needs to be done. I mean, you can't just. And we were talking about this before we started recording, but there was one with Ikea. Oh, yeah. I mentioned go to Ikea. And don't fight with your girlfriend. People need it. And my way of doing that was instead, when your girlfriend wants to go to Ikea, just hand her your credit card and say, I trust you and get yourself some throw pillows that I know you love so much. <laughs> I think that is wholesome porn that women are going to be like, oh, he knows what we want. He's in. And then ideally, I get kind of this brand. Uh, Ikea sponsors me, gives me a bunch of their furniture, you know. Maybe they'll just give you throw pillows, though. <laughs> not, I mean, not that that's a, I have. I'm like, where are my throw pillows from Ikea? I put together an Ikea kitchen cabinet while you watch Grey's Anatomy. See, the problem with that is that I'd actually have to be able to do it, and I don't think I can. <laughs> I love putting together Ikea furniture. I do too, oddly. It's one of my, like, my husband is very, very good at constructing real things that need construction. So when there's Ikea shit, I'm like, leave me alone. I can actually do this. Yeah, it's like adult Legos. I'm like, I can do this. Same here. When we were uh, getting furniture, putting it together, I was the one who was like, oh, there's a hole that needs spackling? Me, I can do this. <laughs> Alice does like putting things in holes. Oh, shit. We're here for the lower hanging fruit guys i'll get hacky with my humor if i have to i'm not above that <laughs> look our tagline is we're discussing the holes and plot holes in porn mm-hmm. and we'll get hacky with my humor occasionally you're allowed to ryan anything that you can uh, dangle in front of our listeners in front of the horizon of what you're going to be putting out next so yeah i was saying i try to do these videos like once a week or so i don't think of it as something that's like okay we need to constantly be making these but so once a week i try to do it the one that i just recorded is me with my sweater and my tie and my little button up which I have worn in all of them uh, and I'm in the shower fully clothed and um, I haven't nailed it. Which t- is exactly how everyone showers. Yes exactly normal kind people in the shower with all their clothes on and uh, yeah it's me just in the shower and no one comes in there um, disturbs my shower and fucks me I just get clean and it's really nice. That sounds so sweet. Yeah. I think we need more of that in pornography obviously. Sometimes you just need to shower because you have to go to a thing later. With your clothes on. Exactly. Like I would say you live in LA and it's warm and that's why you're, but you don't live in LA. No. No. We have him this time on the East Coast. So that's true. Yeah. I feel like our guests are either in Los Angeles or New York. Like there's no other location for funny or for pornographic people. Those are the only two. If you're a porn star in Minnesota, we want to hear from you. Info at twogirlswithmike.com. I specifically want the Kansas porn stars. There's some shit going on there. I know. <laughs> and I want to get to the bottom of it. So, are most people that you've had on that are in the industry in LA? I imagine yes. that's. Like, yeah. yeah. I used to live in Burbank and that is the porno valley. Is it really? We would go out to breakfast generally in North Hollywood and we would play this game of fitness model or porn star. Oh, interesting. Because, you know, they would all be wearing leggings and sports bras and it's like, all right, you could... It would be hard to tell, but generally we would go with how big are the fake boobs. And not, it wasn't yeah. do they have fake boobs, it's how big are they. Because <laughs> if you're a fitness person, you need to have them not hit your face. Sure. I do like the resurgence of real boobs, though, in porn nowadays. Yeah. Personal fan. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Alice and I are, are steering members of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Love it. I've always been a fan of the small ones. I like the big ones. Look, I just like boobs. Look, I'm enjoying the ass era. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But I think the boobs are feeling left out right now. So you think we're in the ass era currently? I think the ass era might be on. I don't think it's on its way out, but I think it peaked. Yep. So. It's possible. I'm going to hold that for it because I'm a fan and a <laughs> supporter. You are about 70% ass. That's not wrong. That's really not wrong. I say this as a compliment. You have. I know. You have an ass that white girls would kill for. I mean, look, I'm nowhere near Mia Malkova's status where like <laughs> she, it's perfectly round. Yeah. Like that next to the moon, you can't tell the difference. Sure. But I mean, decent. I would say I decent. 70% ass seems like a pretty good ratio. That's like the amount of water that's on the planet. <laughs> Alice's ass is a monument to asses. It's a good ass. I know you can't see below me, but I actually don't really have legs. It's mostly ass. <laughs> you just walk around on your ass. It's just ass. It's just she scoots, really. It's just like Very a little... Psh, psh, psh. It's a sachet of, yeah. of butt, 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 butt. And then it gets the butt stronger because you're you know using it to move. I think that's great. Pants shopping has always been hard, though. I got to imagine. Yeah. So we watched a porn this week, not together, although I kind of wish we did. This was fairly chaste porn. There was uh, not to blow the plot, but Uh-oh. that's all that happened. We always do. There was a blowjob. <laughs> well, I do think it was so much uh, a limitation of the costuming. Yeah. We watched SpongeNob Square Nuts this week. Once sure another did. delightful feature from our friends. At, at, wait, was this Wood Rocket or just it was, was Leroy? Wood this was Wood Rocket this time. So, Leroy, thank you for traumatizing us. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Was it traumatizing or was it an addition to our childhood or was it ruining it? Because uh, I watched SpongeBob in college. Mm-hmm. Just Anthony Rosano's voice in this just. Oh my God. <laughs> Where do we start? The ah, when he was coming was too much. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. The thing is, and you got to give him credit for it, he really commits to the character. Yeah. But the issue is, in other Wood Rocket things that I've seen, it's like, okay, we're going to do the plot stuff and then we're just going to have sex like people do. And in this, yeah. it's, I'm going to be this character having sex. Yeah. I mean, in The Simpsons, they managed to keep McBain in character. Oh, that's fun. And this is why I say Evan Stone is one of the best actors in porn because he managed to keep McBain. He kept keep talking in the McBain book. Bo- oh, <laughs> take it. McBain's penis. Like it was. Oh, Nancy. <laughs> oh, God. Why do I hide the plutonium? I will hide the plutonium in your pants. I'm sorry. We could watch that one over again just because it was funny. Uh, but we can start out this one from the beginning. Well, like, actually, I feel like before we even get into the plot, I, we need to sell something once and for all. Is SpongeBob. A dish sponge or a sea sponge? Oh, great question. Hmm. Let's see. Do dish sponges come from the sea sometimes? So I do know that the creator, because I'm a big SpongeBob head, love SpongeBob. And when he was creating it, he he was like a marine biologist. So he knows all these like creatures really well. And he's like, okay, so sponges don't actually look like dish sponges in the sea. But like this is a kid's show. So I'm going to make it what they, you know is familiar to them, which is a dish sponge. Yeah, Steven Hillenberg, when uh, he said when he was originally trying to draw SpongeBob, it originally looked like a porous snowman. Mm -hmm. So he decided to use the universally understood symbol of a sponge, a dish sponge. So he's technically both. And let me explain why. Because I did so much research into this. This literally took up 60 minutes of my life. (laughs) This is what Alice does with her free time is she tries to figure out if pornographic sponges are sea sponges or if they were made in the lab. She's doing this for you. For you people. Putting in hours. You're welcome and thank you for listening. So let me present the arguments for Team Dish Sponge. So... Please do. Team Dish Sponge. There is an episode where SpongeBob has a, quote, abrasive side. It's green. 
Oh, interesting. When SpongeBob and Patrick also are on dry land, you guys have probably, I mean, Ryan, you've seen that he's used as a normal sponge. Yep. Yep. There's also his parents that kind of look like loofahs. Mm-hmm. But now to present the counter arguments. Loofahs are not just natural. They are land sponges. They come from a pod. Wait, are they land sponges? Yeah, they are sponges that come out of a pod. They don't live in a pineapple under the sea. They come from <laughs> a tree and a pod. Huh. I saw this shit. Is that true? We have the Googles. We can do this. I've seen this recently. Please do, because I know sea sponges grow in different shapes, colors, and textures, so it's not too far off to say that they could be round in different colors. Interesting. I mean, there could be different things that are labeled as loofahs out in the universe. Sure. But I'd seen a video on this recently. Peeling a homegrown loofah sponge. Oh, here we go. How to harvest a loofah sponge. Have you seen like the uh, male loofahs that they had to brand as like fucking <laughs> with this super aggro male language of like, this is like manscaping, like deck scrubber. Oh, yeah. No. This isn't a loofah. It's a lather builder, I yep. think was the Exactly. I'm like, Jesus Christ, are you, is your, I know that some men don't like the term toxic masculinity <laughs> and this might make your balls tuck right back up into you, but. Bear with me. It'll be okay. Are you so scared of something like a loofah that you have to call it a lather builder to be okay with getting your (laughs) balls cleaned? For fuck's sake. It's so (sighs) wild. Eh, It's just marketers who are trying to appeal to a segment of the population and have no idea how the fuck they're doing it. 100%. Found a video of the loofah sponges being harvested, and I'm trying to figure out if they come from a tree or not. But let's see. So for a team sea sponge, while you're looking for that information, SpongeBob can literally, in some instances, you see him inhaling his food. So filter Mm -hmm. feeding. Mm -hmm. You also, in some episodes, see like mini SpongeBobs popping around SpongeBob. So you see reproduction via budding. Yep. And also regeneration. Like he has an episode where like he has a bucket of popcorn and he's eating his own hands. So that's what a sea sponge would do. (laughs) Well, that's something. And there's also, he does photosynthesis for nourishment in an early episode. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what it actually comes to be, and the reason it's technically both, from 1999 to 2004, that's when Steven Hillenburg worked on the show, the original creator, he left after 2004. The show obviously continued, but then the new director took creative liberties that portrayed SpongeBob as more of a dish sponge. So the latter yeah. episodes could technically be considered not to be canon. This is very interesting. So I found the information about loofahs. The loofah is a genus of tropical and subtropical vines in the cucumber family. Ah, really? uh, they grow, see, in everyday non-technical uses, the loofah also spelled loofah. So it's normally spelled L-U-F-F-A as opposed to the uh, commercial product L-O-O-F-A-H. It usually refers to the fruit of two species. The fruit of these species are cultivated and eaten as a vegetable. The fruit must be harvested at a young stage of development to be edible. Either way, the fully developed fruit is the source of the loofah scrubbing sponge. So there we go. So since we... That's more information I ever needed to know about loofahs. (laughs) Now we know everything we need to know about what you use to scrub your happy places or non-happy places. I don't know where your loofahs are being shoved. However, if his parents are loofahs, he is at least part loofah. 
Oh. Interesting. Since we know for a fact that he's a loofah, this means he was born on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's part cucumber. <laughs> so, which means he's a good dildo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I just, I read about it online. Exactly. So, let's get into the porn. Yes. Absolutely. Before we get into the actual sex, I love their take on the SpongeBob song. Oh, it was oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. Are you legal age adults ready to watch some porn? Aye, aye, aye Captain. Captain. Who lives in a vibrator under the sea? SpongeBob SquareNuts. He's so horny and nerdy and try to hump me. SpongeBob SquareNuts. Now, if weird yellow sex is something you lust, SpongeBob SquareNuts, then you must be a perv like SpongeBob SquareNuts. So coming out of the gate, hot. Yes. So this is our intro to the episode. <laughs> so I give them credit for creativity and for using a fairly similar rhyming scheme. And well, anytime Wood Rocket does one of these things, I always wonder how the fuck do they not get sued? Or do they just contact the creators and say parody porn? Yeah. Like they use so much of the parody porn law. Yeah. I love that there's law about parody porn. The intro also gives you like a you get a taste of what you're in for with the the whole costuming, which when in your episode talking to Lee last time, it sounded like very intentionally. It's like, how can we make this look just like <laughs> I do understand the business or just like the appeal of like, yeah, we got to make this look oh grotesque. My God. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, mission accomplished. I described him as looking like, have you seen those old movies where they have the moon and it's supposed to look yep. like cheese? Yep. That's what SpongeBob looks like in this, except his eyes were kind of dark where they didn't get all the yellow into the cracks of it. He looked kind of like Uncle Fester crossed <laughs> with the old moon made of cheese for yes. the movies. Oh, that's actually a perfect description. And it's like, if that isn't getting the picture across, just Google a picture, you're going to be like, oh man, that's a horrifyingly accurate description. It really is. The circles that I guess are just normally holes on a sponge look very like lesion-y and like infected. Yes. Yeah, he's got himself some leprosy or something some Sarkozy's wrong. lesions or something. I'm just saying, maybe they didn't get testing done on this one. No. I have to say though, again, Anthony Rosano really committed to the voice. He did. So yeah. we start with SpongeBob. He's greeting everything like he would in a Show, very SpongeBob-esque, you know. Very. What a beautiful morning. Good morning, Bikini Bottom. Actually, can anyone here do the SpongeBob voice? Let's see. <laughs> I, um, I'll give it a go. Um, no, I don't. I don't think I can. I think it's <laughs> good, good morning. No, I can do it, Patrick. But everyone could do it. So SpongeBob. What? No, I. Can't. It's not in my. It's. I'd have to work at it. Okay. It's the whole thing. I couldn't even get close. I can do the laugh probably, but that's creepy as shit. <laughs> Hold that. Hold it. But, you know, good morning, bikini bottom, good morning, pillow, good morning, bed, good morning, fish painting, good morning, nightstand, good morning, pants, and good morning, good looking. Love it. And then SpongeBob has a little bit of a crisis. He does. It seems he's very sad. He is all, all alone. Yeah, it goes from very happy to very bleak very quickly. His life is just in shambles because he's all alone for a day and he might be all alone <laughs> Forever. <laughs> he has no one to play with. No Mr. Krabs, no Patrick, no Squidward, no Gary. And here's where I thought we were going to get a masturbation scene because he said, yeah. so I guess I'll just have to play with myself. And that would have been interesting because when you see the actual arms in this, so mm -hmm. there is no way he could even clap. No. I don't think he could have reached. I was hoping for a fleshlight that he would just like thrust into or something. Fucking a fish. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> there could have been a glory hole with the big mouth bass. Matt Lieb, we need you on this. <laughs> we had a guest on who fucked a big mouth bass. 
the singing fish. We all have weird masturbation stories. Ryan, what's yours? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I've actually fucked uh, two basses at the same time. <laughs> wow. Wait, with which parts? Which parts of the bass? I stitched them together like a uh, human centipede style. Ah, you, yeah. just, you had that much dick to throw in. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. We, we're picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> wait, so wait, what was this person's experience? I need to hear about what fucking a fish is like. You need to listen to our episode, The Big Lebowski. Okay. I can't do it any justice. I'm Fair sorry. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I think it was just, it was there to be fucked, and he was, was he a teenage boy? He was he a young adolescent look when you're like in your 10 11s like you're gonna fuck anything i have stuck (laughs) stuff in places it should not have been stuffed i'm saying i'm putting it out there there are things you do when you're younger and you're first like your body is getting those hormones and things are feeling things and you're like look i'm not proud of these things and i'm not admitting to any of them (laughs) he admitted to them which makes it funny he was 10 11 when he did it I don't know exactly the Probably age, but we don't remember. Sure, old enough to but get young. an erection and young enough not to know better. It's very funny because that's such an item that it's like your parents or whoever's in your home is going to be like, "Where's the fish I bought?" <laughs> like that's an item that will be accounted for. I feel like that's one of those items that your father will be like, because the mom doesn't buy that, the dad does. Like, sure. It's one of those items that your dad's going to be like, "Where'd that fish go?" And mom's going to be like, "Oh, we'll find it someday, honey." <laughs> Yeah, that's... Someday, 40 days later, old rotten fish is found. Come smell emitting. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Just a reminder, clean out your fleshlights. Yes. Oh, yeah. I. This is a podcast that tells people, clean your sex toys. We've talked about the fact that we're going to write our first book and it's going to be called Wash Your Junk. Sure. But instead, we're going to do it as a kit. It's going to look like a book. It's going to have Tommy Pistol on the cover. It's going to be the Tommy Pistol approved Wash Your Junk kit. And it's going to be wet wipes and grooming materials. Tommy, you quote, you know, some sort of a quote from him saying, uh, gentlemen, this is why the ladies like my junk. (laughs) (laughs) So wet wipes is the move, right? Like, that's just the way to do it. If you are in a pinch and you have not had time to shower directly before trying to stick your penis into your partner's mouth. A wet towel, anything. Something to get the smell of the day off of that area. because And ladies, come on, we're not going to leave you out to wash your junk. If you want him to go down, have it smell like roses. Well, not actually roses. Don't stuff roses in there. I've tried. Don't do it. That might taste weird. Was it thorny or was it just, was it the leaves? The leaves? Yeah. (laughs) The thorns were fine. The leaves is what you don't want. Masochism's cool, but fuck romance. No, no, no. None of that. (laughs) Yeah, this is why we call it wash your junk, not wash your dick. So wet wipes for toys as well, right? No, for toys, you need to sterilize. They have special sprays. Oh, that makes sense. Depending on the composition of the toy, you don't want to damage it if you want to keep it for a long time. Metal, silicone, rubber, there are different. Whatever your toy is, please look up the proper cleaning instructions for it because we would like you to not get the types of, all the different types of infections you can get in your various types of junk. Please be responsible with your parts. We want you to have fun with them. Ladies, we know you love your Hitachi, but it also loves bath or a cleaning. (laughs) Yeah, it needs some sanitation. Now, do some people put them in the dishwasher or is that something that no one does? I've heard that with the silicone toys. I also suggest cleaning your dishwasher before doing this if you're (laughs) going to do it. Yeah, at a certain point, it's just like, okay, now I'm cleaning everything to clean. Yeah, there are cleansers that are specifically made for it. I, I mean, you can never go wrong with like the silicone ones are pretty damn good at not falling apart. I mean, I've cleaned mine with Lysol before. If you're hearing that and telling me that I'm a horrible person or that I'm going to destroy my vagina, please email me. 
Uh, <laughs> but I'll clean it with Lysol and then, of course, wash it off and clean right. it with a more gentle cleanser. But, you know, you can't go wrong with killing all the microbes on something that's pretty indestructible. Sure. I'm sure we're going to have a whole episode on just cleaning your toys and proper <laughs> etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. Proper toy cleaning etiquette, especially if you're someone who's going to use that toy. If you are a multi-partnered person, what is the etiquette for toy cleaning? <laughs> Other than just putting a condom on it. We're going to get an expert on. So let's get back to the porn. <laughs> yeah. Sure. This is our show, Tangents. Just bouncing off that, do you think SpongeBob is like a clean, do you think his dick is clean, like canonically? No, no. because sponges are filter creatures. And mm-hmm. so they have all sorts of things flowing through them. However, like I think he's at stasis with the ocean at this point. Sure. So he's probably about as dirty as his surroundings. I also have personal problems because sponges are able to reproduce asexually through budding, as I mentioned earlier on. So mm-hmm. fun sciencey fact, because I know some of you guys came for the science um, <laughs> on the show. Of course, why wouldn't you come to a porn podcast for the science? But that's where a small piece of a sponge is broken off and will still be able to survive and grow into another sponge. Sponges are also able to repair damage to their bodies that way. So it makes it ideal to survive in water. But if he's a loofah, he needs to reproduce via being planted. Oh, shit. So he's trying to plant his seed in Sandy appropriately. Well, also, most sponges are both male and female. So long story short, sometimes male sponges will release sperm into the water that would travel and enter a, quote, female sponge. Mm -hmm. But again, they could be either. I mean, SpongeBob could have technically reproduced with himself. He didn't need a slutty squirrel. I see nothing wrong with fucking a slutty squirrel if you're a slutty sponge and everyone consents. Like, you know, (laughs) I don't know what the rules are for cross-species insemination in the animal outside of the human kingdom. I just, I want them to find love however it works for those kids. Totally. They seem to be happy. I want want to let them be happy. (laughs) Or at least they seem to be, SpongeBob seemed to be happy with the outcome, so to speak. Sure. So we meet Sandy and uh, you want me to do what, SpongeBob? Bob, mm-hmm. give me a sponge baby, Sandy. Have a baby with you. And she warns him eating babies runs in our family. <laughs> okay, I was looking into that. Do squirrels eat babies? Because some critters like that do eat babies. Mm-hmm. This is another full tangent that I'm pretty sure I spend a couple hours on. because We I- like continuity in our porn. We want this to be scientifically accurate. Should be, yes. So it's not technically accurate. I mean, according to research from um, University of Alberta biologists, in years where food is abundant for squirrels, males will kill off the young of rival males. So basically what they call sexually selected infanticide. Damn. Holy shit. I didn't know if it was a thing that was across the genus family, either way, of rodentia, but I had hamsters growing up and we had one that was stillborn and that one was a snack for the mother. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I learned about the circle of life at the age of seven when I brought a pregnant hamster home from the the pet store. Suddenly where we had one hamster, I had six. Well, five and a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, hamsters, birds, fish, insects, uh, bugs, pigs, snakes, even some primates, they will eat their next generation. And it sounds counterproductive considering the whole point of reproduction is having your genes passed on and continuing that next generation. But it's sometimes a successful strategy because like hamsters... We've kind of determined it's a form of population control. So, for example, an average hamster will have 
eight to nine pups, eat two on average. And apparently scientists have even tried, hey, what if we add more to the litter? She'll eat them. She'll eat four then on average. Oh my God. So what they think is happening is by removing a few pups. So what you're saying is that the Octomom is a fucking hero for not eating some of those kids. (laughs) I think we can all agree on that. We were all shocked she didn't eat them. Let's be honest. Yes. Like at least two of them. Two of those kids have to be fucking annoying. Like I don't know which ones, but like that's got to be a thing. No one's followed up. Are they still there? We don't know. I saw a special with her not that long ago. She's doing pretty well. Good for her. That's the entire Octomom tangent. (laughs) Going back to hamsters for a hot second. So uh, it suggests that basically eating the young might give enough nourishment so she could provide for the survivors. So yay cannibalism. But also in emergency situations, animals will eat their young uh, to like kind of beat the predator to it. It's like, oh, if you're going to eat my young, I might as well do it. (laughs) And it might protect other members of their pack while they get away. Yes. Or if they want to reproduce, they're like, well, you know, all these eggs have hatched, but like these few haven't so and i want to you know get raunchy so i'm gonna just eat these like eggs uh, that are my babies and just so i could get horny and have fun again (laughs) so what we're saying is cannibalism is cool if you're a hamster Mm -hmm. please don't do it if you're a human or a snake or bird or insect basically most critters will like because every so often like you'll see a meme on facebook that's like we're the only creatures that do all these bad things to each other i'm like oh really because biology says otherwise (laughs) biology says that the animal kingdom is awful to each other. Yeah, this is probably why Sandy went to the ocean. She's like, I gotta get the fuck out of, like, this environment where I'm gonna get eaten. You know what? Maybe there was a vengeful squirrel that was sad that she was not eaten as a runt pup. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And she was like, uh-uh, I just need to make myself a little space suit and go float down to Bikini Bottom. Good for her. And she was wearing a Bikini Bottom, which I appreciated. So, Ryan, yes. do you want to hear some fun squirrel facts? Do I ever? That's why I came on this. Let's go. <laughs> Did you know that female squirrels could be considered highly promiscuous? <laughs> Wait, what does it mean, could be considered? So what's the difference between could be considered and are highly Yeah, who was like, I don't want to go full out, but I will say we couldn't make the argument. Are they having like a one night stand once in a while? Like, are their numbers just a little above average? Like, is this it, is just, do just conservative a... Christians consider them slutty or just like an average person? Cons- I just, I need to know. I need facts. Are we slut shaming squirrels? No, I am slut encouraging squirrels. I want more more genetic diversity amongst them. So fuck away, squirrels. Fuck away. You do you. Two girls, one mic. The podcast that brings you fun animal facts you really didn't want to hear. <laughs> we should get Dr. Karen Bodnar on here. She does uh, Wild Sex, the series that talks about sex in the animal kingdom. I learned from her that the barnacle, compared to body size, has the largest penis in the animal kingdom. I've heard that as well. You're talking about Danny DeVito, right? <laughs> it's almost as big as Dread. Oh, Hell yes. Our our performer that we're having on next week. Love it. So what I mean by that is they apparently will rarely breed with the same male squirrel again. Okay. On top of that, the mother will have a litter of babies. But here's the thing that I found really interesting. The babies, when she has a litter, will have a number of different fathers. So Hmm. the average litter size could be three to five, but there could be two or more fathers amongst those kids. And that's Mm. so freaking crazy because that is crazy. It's like the genes are going to be different. What? That technically could happen in humans with twins, depending on the time differential between the sexing. And I, I read this forever ago. It's possible. 
two eggs released, different sperm in there. These things are rare, but they, uh, I want to know if this has happened, but I mean, it's definitely, it is improbable, but it is plausible. All right. My favorite part about all this is the guy with the clipboard running around watching squirrels fuck and being like, okay, that was a different guy, but uh, the same girl. It's like out in the woods like a maniac. Someone's running squirrel DNA and being like, you are not the father. What? Fuck this shit. I knew it, you bitch. Like this is happening with squirrels. <laughs> There's Maury somewhere out there for squirrels. He might be comparing them by a testicle size because male squirrels do have enormous testicles. Really? This is true. Yeah, yeah that seems very easily Googleable, and I could do it right now. I'll probably check out some squirrel testes real quick. Some squirrel nuts. Uh, male cape ground squirrels, their scrotum could be about 20% of its body length. Fun fact. Holy shit. Here's my question, because we have a female squirrel on this. How does the, the female squirrel vagina stack up compared to all that she has to take from the male squirrel? Like, is this like Good a question. duck that's going to be fucked to death? Or is this an animal that's going to be comfortable? Great question. I've never thought about the comfort and safety of a female squirrel being fucked. <laughs> you know what? You brought up the balls. I had to bring up the shaft and the rest of the uh, situation. Fine. Uh, these <laughs> pictures of these squirrel testes look like photoshopped like this is crazy they're big as hell you know what else has giant balls that i've seen live and in person and i was no i don't know if horrified is the word but kind of like i, I almost wanted to applaud kangaroos really they're gigantic they hang in such a way that you're like how do they not it seems like such a little thread and then these giant balls <laughs> uh and you're like how have you not been in an industrial accident? Like that was, <laughs> I had to go to Australia for a few work trips. And every time I'm like, I need to go see kangaroos. Gotta see the nuts. Gotta go see the nads again. So speaking of nuts, we have a porn. Oh, yes. <laughs> we do our tangent. So <laughs> let's see. So Sandy's first concern is how are we going to do this? I can't breathe underwater. Yeah, but luckily SpongeBob <laughs> comes back saying, uh, I'm a sponge and I'm full of air. So as long as you keep sucking on me, you will be able to breathe. Oh, yeah. It's science. I've had dumber pickup lines work on me before. So you go, SpongeBob. You go. You know, in my younger days, it, it might have worked. Who knows? <laughs> this is a life support system if you suck my dick. <laughs> His dick will keep you going when an airplane is going. You're going down. So I'm going down. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There we go. Now, then she starts but um, has her helmet on. She tries to start sucking his dick. Which is weird because while they were talking, her helmet was up. Like, could I know. Leroy, could you not have stuck a microphone? I, and I want to know this genuinely. Like, did they try to stick a little microphone up there and it was echoey? Like, because yeah. they put the helmet down and she's like, I can't get this dick in through the helmet. Really, Sandy? We're <laughs> shocked. Shocked that an object could not pet it. Mm. So mm. she takes the helmet off. I do think everyone can relate to that, though. We've all had tried to have with the helmet on and then realized it's right. not as practical as we thought it would have been. I had that experience. We've actually had this discussion multiple times about having sex with helmets on. Really? Like, because <laughs> how do you do POV sex without someone wearing a helmet with a camera on oh, it? Oh, right, or right. Or a dick cam. A dick cam. That's a thing people do. Sure. Now, is that just like a strap with a GoPro or is it like a true like fucking... You know what? I haven't looked into it, but I'm sure someone has to have a helmet for some of these. No, you're just probably because right. straps. If you have a helmet with a GoPro you use for sex, please email us at info at twogirlswithmike.com. <laughs> How's that working out? We want to know. And if you have just a helmet for sex, still email us. No no camera attached. <laughs> it's If whatever you're doing involves you need a helmet... I need to try this. 
I am missing something from my toy collection. Look, I have knee pads. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was a volleyball player too, Alice. We don't need to bring that into... Oh, wait. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, so, the progress of the dialogue is going on. You li- uh, Sandy, you like that sponge knob? I do. Not so spongy now. It's just... Uh. <laughs> Which, th- that's also a line that everyone should say during sex is, you're hard now. You are no longer spongy. I'm going to use that on my husband and see how it works out. Maybe your dick is no longer spongy. So spongy. <laughs> so spongy. Oh yeah. It's I so often describe dicks as spongy. Yeah. That's a- I think in porn in general, yeah, people should comment on flaccid dicks more and be like, look how softy you used to be. It's just like a loofah right now. It's just like a loofah. <laughs> you fell apart in my hands like sand before. I need a pumice stone, baby. I need a softened pumice stone. I need marble. I need marble. There we go. Marble or granite. Oh, and then while he's being blown, we flash to his face multiple times. Oh, Fucking yeah. creepy. Come on. It's with the like we said, with the moon and the Uncle Fester. It's just yellow Uncle Fester face. That's essentially what you have. Yeah. You know, with the dark eyes that look like he hasn't seen the sun in 27,000 years. Like there's just there's something very weird about the whole thing. And he I mean. To be fair, it means that the actress playing Sandy is giving him a great fucking blowjob that he can sit there and concentrate on his pleasure through that goddamn costume. Totally. Like, that had to be hot and uncomfortable. Let's talk about this costume for a second and how this penis is sticking out of the costume. Yes, it's crazy. I am curious how big his dick actually is. I was just going to say that. Were we missing part of it? Because it's it's still a sizable. I'm not saying it's... This is the same dick that we saw... From the POV point of view in The Simpsons porn that oh. we watched, reviewed the other week. And that dick was pretty damn big. Same dick. It's the costume. Okay. Yeah, the costume's definitely cutting off like some significant dick. It's like a good chunk of space with between his like base of dick and like yeah. the square pants. We didn't hit payload. Yeah. And I mean, it was only a blowjob for the 10 minutes that we had. So yeah. it's lackluster, I would say at best, because you can't. Do everything you want. No. They change positions from which she's blowing him. She. Oh, and let's talk about this and the tail. Yeah. <laughs> she says, do you want to see my tail? I sure do. <laughs> so that's the closest I can get to him. I'm sure I can get it a little higher and a little more nasal. But there that's, it is. Is that it? That's close. Wait, I'm going to send you a line and I need you to read it. <laughs> it's going to come in the chat. Hold on. Was the tail part of the underwear or was it? We're going to have a beautiful sponge baby i don't know how close that is there it is yep there it is because i can never tell my own voice but i believe and i'm not gonna say how i know this kind of information i believe the tail was a butt plug no it wasn't it wasn't you don't think so no i know so okay i wanted it to be a butt plug that's why i was disappointed okay i'm very sad now yeah. If you watched the behind the scenes. Damn it. They had an opportunity there. Exactly. <laughs> they could showcase some really good toys with her butt. Yeah. It was a good butt, too. It was. But what they did was they took um, just a regular tail and they clipped it to the back of the butt portion of her bikini, of her thong. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's all it was. You could see it in the behind the scenes on woodrocket.com. They do a behind the scenes of oh, this nice. specific porn. And I watched it and I was so disappointed when I did not see an anal butt plug that was a squirrel tail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, ladies, if your partner watches anime porn, there's a good chance he has seen these characters that they lovingly refer to as the kitty girls. Surprise him with a 
butt plug with the tail coming out of it. <laughs> he will not be sad. That's all. <laughs> what if he was really sad? Sad is a very funny reaction to have to it. Just like, oh, no. you got me. A- oh, wait. What if like his cat just died? Lady, surprise him. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'll be your new kitty. That's not what I wanted. Snowball, I miss you. Yeah, that's going to go over well. Maybe consider the timing. Sure. Don't do it. I'd say go for it, but not right when your beloved one's cat has just died. I feel it's a caveat that comes up every, you know, five to 20 <laughs> years, though, depending on how many cats you have. Like, we have to take into apart the cat calculus. This is getting very weird now. Now, what else happened in the behind the scenes stuff? Because I did not see that. There wasn't too much. You saw how the costume was being put on. You saw Anthony being painted. Mm-hmm. You saw the female, her tail being attached and asked about, you know, how do you feel about fucking Spongebob? Which, <laughs> what did she say? I mean, it's definitely an experience. She never thought her career would bring her to this point. But, sure. I mean, I never thought my career would bring me to reviewing pornography. Yeah, so. I was a respected science communicator and now I'm a respected science communicator who talks about porn on the side. Let's go. These things happen. Yeah. So, towards the end, you have Spongebob who, uh, do you guys know what he said when he was coming? Because I wrote it down. Oh, that um, is the worst part of the whole thing oh, yeah. in my eyes. Because he Blast off! I think I've got the tone now. Nailed it just in time. Yeah, he definitely says blast off when he's orgasming. That's And uh, as Sandy, I'll say it. You came outside of me. How are we supposed to have a baby now? Well, maybe we can adopt then. <laughs> so this is a big trick. SpongeNob is like a master deceiver. This is a he tricked her. Yeah, he did. Did he trick her or did he come before he expected? Hmm. It seemed like he said beforehand that there was indication from him that he was going to come. Mm-hmm. That could have been deception, but he was talking to himself hmm. about what to do today True. before she came in. So I don't think it was deception. I love that we're getting into the mind of a sponge right now. Yeah. Yeah. What is this guy's motive? Well, in part two, SpongeBob does have sex in the costume with a squirrel. So it could have been done. I saw that one too. And it's funny because when they were doing, I felt like the actors were like, kind of on their sleeve wearing like, oh, cool, it's actually like working. <laughs> like, I don't know if they thought that like physically it would be able to work. So I did get a vibe of like, all right, like this is actually working, which is very funny. Cool, I can bang in this giant monstrosity. Right. I have to say, though, because uh, I shouldn't spoil it because we need to. You haven't watched the sequel yet, Yvette. No, but I haven't. It's also done by Wood Rocket and it has Tommy Pistol in it, which is, <gasps> it has Patrick. Oh, is that who played what? Patrick? Oh my God, that's going to be great. Yeah. He was so good. Thank you. I was watching the porn and texting Tommy because he did Patrick really well. He did the voice really well. And he just like made clearly improvised choices in character that were just like very funny. I couldn't stop laughing while he was having sex with someone. And sometimes we fast forward through these because... The sex is just sex, but like sure. he threw in so many good lines that I, yeah. <laughs> it's the dirty secret of the porn reviewer. We don't watch all the fucking, we, we watch most of it, but. I watch like 60%, 70%. When you can scroll and you're like, yep, I see they're still just gonzoing it. It's just still dick going in at the same <laughs> angle. Oh, they changed positions. Like that's, yes, I'll, I'll do that. General porn scrubbing technique in general, I feel like is like as until a position is changed, like I'm not going to stop scrubbing. Yep. I have realized so I can watch porn at two times the speed. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like for some parts that would make it better. Honestly, for the SpongeBob porn, yes. <laughs> it would just make SpongeBob sound SpongeBobier. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like impossibly just- like dog. 
pitch level like can't be heard by the human ear. Oh lord. You just watch like these at two times the speed. You don't like on your for personal pleasure watch porn at twice the speed, do you? Not yet. I should try one day. Yeah, no, I was just yeah. yeah, no, now I'm curious. I need to do that one day. Well, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Or tonight, why not? There's always a time. You can do it. It's a time, a place. Sometimes it's in the subway, at work. <laughs> the subway. Driving, I mean. Your mom's house. Yep. These are all, I think, the top five spots to do it. I mean, behind a bush if you're really desperate. So, Ryan, what did you learn from this porn? <laughs> Great question. Uh, I learned the, the value <clears throat> of committing to a character. I think the actors that were in this, you got to give it up for them because this is, in terms of acting commitment, you're, they're not getting the chops they deserve. This is takes a lot of commitment and... Uh, it's something that I think most normal people out in the street, if you asked, were like, I couldn't step up to the plate and do this. So I have a lot of respect for it. And then I also learned that obviously sponges reproduce by budding. So there's a plot hole in a big way. And I learned that it was all a trick. <laughs> it was, yeah, kind of. All and a trick. if he's part Lufa, then he came from a fucking tree and he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. So, dear reader, uh, we don't know if we have ruined or enhanced your childhood today. If you have deep thoughts on sponge knobs, square balls, sp- yeah. <laughs> sponge knobs, square nuts, getting a blowjob, let us know. Uh, we're we're still deciding on on our thoughts on this, <laughs> mainly because I think between the voice and the face, <laughs> the Uncle Festery face, like it was amusing, but. Films like this do make me sit there and go, yeah, of course these people are professional fuckers <laughs> because yeah. I would not be able to give a blowjob without accidentally clamping down from laughing if the person in front of me was in a goddamn SpongeBob costume. So don't you dare <laughs> say these people aren't actors. <laughs> this was amazing. <laughs> oh, and apparently Anthony Rosano, those shoes, those on-character SpongeBob shoes are his. Really? Yeah. I love everything. That's great. Once in a while, the universe is perfect. <laughs> And that universe is now during SpongeNob Square Nuts. At least for today, things are good. So, Ryan, where can our listeners find you? Listeners can find me on Pornhub.com. I'm also on Twitter. You can find me there. My handle is at RyGuyGuyRy. If you go to those spots, you'll find me elsewhere. Those are the key spots. And Ryan is also a writer for College Humor. So go check out College Humor. They amuse me. So they should probably, like, it's, look, I'm a sick fuck and you guys enjoy me. So go enjoy them too. Awesome. And uh, by the way, we have some patrons to thank this week because I feel like we've submitted you guys to like two weeks straight of like fucking yellow jaundice porn we owe you some humans <laughs> so the humans that support us and you by the way uh you can support us too at patreon.com slash two girls one mic because we send out microphones we get guests on the show we need to pay for hosting and websites and a lot of stuff that's really unnecessary but you listen to us so we pay for our porn too we need money to keep the lights on for this thing i'm pretty sure my lights are almost off at this point <laughs> well i don't even have lights on right now but i have daylight it's dark where i am san francisco for the win so here are some patrons that we want to thank aaron mayo amanda potter cole andrew gore bob dole Bob Mudford, Carl, Chris Cafralo, Craig Elliott, David Bolak, Grin Shriver, James Overton, Jeff Peterson, Michael Trollin, Joshua Rice, John Wingall, John Redford, Mr. Danks, Nathan Dinkley, Rowdy, Samuel Jennings, Tracy Miller, and so many more.
so yeah, and you can find us. I'm Rational Blonde on Twitter, so at Rational Blonde. And you could find Yvette at the Cybabe on Instagram and Twitter and at Facebook.com slash Cybabe. And of course, my website is Cybabe.com because if you throw enough makeup on me, I am halfway fuckable. So. And if you throw enough makeup on me, I can become SpongeBob if it's yellow. <laughs> so come check us out. Support us on Patreon. We love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us while we discuss pornography and sponges getting blowjobs. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.